0: Welcome to Amplified Love, a show for the lightworker, the influencer, the dreamer of peace, and the advocate of love. I'm your host, Jenny Randolph, a former lawyer, a former therapist, a current mom, leadership coach, and channel. I bridge clients to the spiritual realm, to angels, ancestors, spirit guides, and even Jesus – so they can get answers to their biggest questions about life and their purpose. Each show, I feature insights and interviews to connect you with the true spiritual being that you are. You'll get tips, tools, and channeled experience to help you live empowered and lead soulfully with more meaning, purpose, and impact. And especially at this time, as we are facing unprecedented situation all over the world with the coronavirus, COVID-19. So we're meeting here today and I'm excited. I have a special guest to help share ways to navigate these uncertain times and yet very transformative times. So we'll be looking at how to empower you during this time. I know all of us had no idea we'd be unable to travel, have kids at home, have our lives completely altered in this moment. But as I have learned on my journey, life doesn't always turn out as we have planned. Like reality check for me, has it really ever turned out as I planned? Definitely not in my experience. But in those times, we gain strength and we gain that courageous heart that we're going to be talking about here today. One of the big turning points for me was when I had planned to be a lawyer, finished seven years of school, passed the bar exam, and on my very first day of my first full-time law position, I walked into the women's washroom, and I heard an internal voice say, Remember? There's a different life for you. This isn't it. Oh, shit. Right? (sighs) Huh. All of that years of school, the law school loans, here I was on my first day. And the thing was, I knew that what the voice was telling me was true and that being a lawyer wasn't my truest path. Three years later, I quit to find my true purpose. And through many other twists and turns, including divorce and therapy, moving to Canada, I found that true purpose, and that is to be a bridge to the spiritual realm. And I am excited today because I am being joined by another amazing bridge to the spiritual realm. Today, Carrie Hummingbird is joining me. She is a conscious channel of wisdom from White Eagle an ascended master of awakening through the rainbow light activation. Her book, The Second Wave Transcending the Human Drama, Channeling from White Eagle has been an international bestseller for over 34 weeks. Amazing. Carrie helps people cross the bridge into soul led living with her Reinvent Yourself programs and
1: mentoring. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Jenny. I'm really excited to see what comes through for everybody today. Me
0: too. I was so excited when you reached out and we made a connection. The audience doesn't know, but we've had a few pretty amazing phone calls before this time getting to, to know each other and to see the similarity in my book, Love's Curriculum, which is channeled from the High Council. And in your book, The Second Wave, it just confirms to me that this is the truth. And I want if you could tell us a little about yourself, how you came to be a channel, because I'm guessing you weren't always one. Is that right? That would be correct.
1: <laughs> this yeah. uh, this sort of woke me up. Uh, it came into me unexpectedly. I lived the first part of my life uh, the way that we all typically do. Uh, went to college, got my degree, went and got my first corporate job, met a man, got married, had kids, <laughs> you know. Right. And then I started being a little bit weird because I wanted to do art. So, you know, it started, I guess you could say that my weirdness began with art and I wanted to be a professional artist. So I became a, a consultant in high tech instead of my corporate job. And I started doing my art. And I did that for a while uh, through the time when my kids were really young. And, and then we moved and everything changed. And, um, you know, I really just started feeling like um, things didn't have very much meaning. Like I would be right. doing my corporate job, you know, the high tech stuff and be like, who cares? You know, why does anybody care about this? And, and it was just hard to make myself do it. And um, so anyway, and at the end of my marriage, things got really hectic and crazy. And I kind of felt like, gosh, I just don't know that I belong anywhere here. Like, I don't think I belong in this marriage. I, I don't really like this psychotherapy for decades thing anymore. I don't really want to keep doing that. I want something new. And I think I need it because otherwise I think I'm just not going to want to be here. And that's that's pretty mm. much you got pretty low. I don't know if you've been to that low point yourself. But. Uh,
0: yes, I worked with people who hit that place. Uh, yes, I've hit it at times for sure. Luckily, it seems to to come out quickly. But that's only because I listen and I keep taking steps forward to a truer path.
1: Yeah, because uh, you probably got signs. So my first real indication that I was able to tune into something bigger than me was right at the end of my twenty year relationship, I got this vision of the end of the rope. Like mm-hmm. this big ship's knot rope. And like they fling off when they you know when they're when they're tying up the boat to the dock and then you have to untie it and then fling it off. And that was what I did. I was like, oh that's the end of the rope. It was almost like a prearranged signal because I knew exactly what it meant. And I was like, oh, I had to leave everything I've known and go off into another whole adventure. (laughs) Like I just knew that. that (laughs) You you
0: took a leap, didn't you? That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Yeah, so tell people like where you are now, like the difference. So you you had came to this point. You're at the end of the rope. You took this leap, and what? Where did it take you? And where are you now?
1: It took me to yoga first and then it took me (laughs) to, uh, to a teacher in, uh, earth-based spirituality. And then it took me to my first spiritual healing. I had my first spiritual healing and it was amazing. So profound during this healing, because for the first time ever, I got quiet in my mind and I actually felt a presence coming over me, a loving presence hovering above my body, almost like there was another person right above my body. Like it was, that's how intense it felt. And then the the, the uh, shamanic practitioner was taking stuff out of my chest and out of my heart that was shame-based and yicky and sticky and really causing pain. And I've never felt it since. Like, he just started doing healing. And it was amazing. And um, and during that healing, at the end of it, I was different. And I thought, you know what, whatever that is, I don't even know what that is. I'm going to learn how to do that. <laughs> Cause, oh, wow. I want to know how to do that. So I started studying and learning how to do that. So I do that today. I do that for people. I I, I do spiritual healing. Um, I can do it over the phone or I can just um, do it in person. Sometimes people like it in person because they like the feathers and everything. They like the, you know, they like the personal touch. Um, but over the phone works just as well. And Especially it's at this
0: time. Yes. I know,
1: considering we can't touch each other, which is ridiculous yeah. and also necessary right now.
0: It is. So let's talk about right now because I I preface this call with the idea of having a courageous heart at this time. Mm. And I'm wondering if we if we introduce the listeners to the concept in your book, the second wave, and which very much relates to the call to light workers in my book Love's curriculum that we're being asked to wake up at this time and specifically tell us about this idea of waking up to that you're part of a second wave and what you're here to do, especially right now during this pandemic.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, here's the cool thing about this soul plan that we all agreed to was that, you know, because earth has this thing called earth amnesia, you know, so when you're born here, you don't remember anything about who you are really. And that's so that you can fully immerse in the experience as being human. So you can have the experience of feeling vulnerable and small and defenseless and all of those things. And uh, so... Oh, the, yay. Yeah. <laughs> so the, yay. Good is, the good news is is that your, your soul's curriculum was built in to that. So you never had to remember anything to do your soul's curriculum, at least the first part of it. So you've already been doing it. Congratulations. You mm. probably have had a really rough time so far, you know, like family, weird family stuff and, and and patterns in your life that don't feel like they're yours and you're cleaning up a lot of stuff or just, you know, just can't understand why people don't understand love the way that you understand it or why um, certain people feel so toxic and, and you don't feel that way. Um, so there's a lot of things that, that could have happened in your life up until now. And uh, that's all part of your soul's curriculum. So the interesting thing about the second wave is that this comes from Uh, Dolores Cannon, who uh, was a channel of uh, really amazing information, and she wrote a bunch of books called The Convoluted Universe. And she also developed this hypnosis technique called Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique, where you can actually, the practitioner can speak with the soul of the person and and get questions answered. And uh, in this deep state, Dolores was asking thousands of clients questions and what kept coming to the surface was that they would say oh i'm part of the first wave oh i'm in the second wave mm. uh, and she would say well what what are these waves and so what it turns out is that you know earth has needed some shift for a while <laughs> i don't know if anybody notices out there but earth Earth has been a little We're in stuck. it right now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly as another part of the shift. So Earth has been a bit stuck for the last several thousand years in some karma, really thick sticky icky karma that's like, you know, tied people to souls together into repeating lifetimes and there's just, you know, the storylines are so entwined that it's like hard to get free of it, you know? So the first wave came in as volunteers to the planet to establish some pathways for spirituality, for Western consciousness. And the second wave is here now to expand those pathways. And we've been doing our work by embodying and healing from the inside out ancestral, uh, karma, because Mm. everything in your, um, ancestry is part of your DNA, good, bad, indifferent. It's all part of your DNA. So anything that has not been forgiven is yours now in your body and so you that might explain to you why you know you've had some certain conditions in your life that are less desirable is because you came here to heal it from the inside out and we selected family lineages that had you know really good worthy things to continue on into the new earth and uh so we just need to do a little cleanup operation so the second wave volunteers came in said okay i'll embody as human and I'll bring my galactic knowledge into this situation so that I remember love from the inside. And I'll never forget that because I know it. And uh, and then I'll bring love to the situation by hook or by crook. And so that's yes. what everybody in the second wave has done.
0: <laughs> and doing. So is that and the doing. call then right now, like specifically? I know I've been saying we need to bring love to the situation in all the different ways. Bring love to ourselves, Bring love to our loved ones. Bring love... And prayers, is that the call right now? That I imagine a lot of the listeners
1: probably find themselves in the second wave. Yeah, because um, we're here to heal our ancestral DNA, and we're here to give our ancestors a chance to forgive it. So, um, by forgiving it, we clear up the energy lines, and then then sort of like a new uh, a new cosmic dance can start. Once all the energy ancestral lines have been cleaned up, once everything's been forgiven, then we can start a whole new storyline. And so that's what we're in the process of doing. So this virus, interestingly enough, is here and it attacks the lungs, right? It goes into the lungs and the throat. So if you think about it, in Chinese medicine, the lungs are what carries grief. We store all the stuff in our lungs that we don't want to deal with you know, and then our throat gets clogged up when we don't speak our truth. When we don't, when we don't um, speak from our heart, then um, all of that throat chakra gets blocked up. So this virus attacks the lungs and the throat. And that is because it's helping people purge what they have not been able to let go of up until now. So you got a sickness to help you purge it out. Now you can be proactive and purge it, using other means spiritual healing you know plant medicine ceremonies whatever it is that appeals to you to like purge things out of your system um, with consciousness you can you can clear yourself of that and then you won't require this um, illness to to do it for you you know so so that's essentially what we're in the middle of is there's a whole huge part of the population that doesn't have the tools or skills to um purge this uh, content, this ancestral content and this personal content in the lungs and the throat, um, they don't have the uh, the skills or the know-how to do that consciously. so here's the virus to help you do it. Got
0: it. A big wake uh, say wake up call or just inevitable shift it, it needs to happen, and it's happening now and in this form.
1: Well, it's got a whole lot of side effects, right? I mean, and isn't it funny? It's all the side effects that every single one of us conscious channels, we've been telling people for over a year or more that this stuff was going to come crumbling down and it was going to happen in 2020. And here is this little virus that's making it all happen. I mean, every structure that we knew needed revamping is now at its knees. I mean, the financial industry, the oil industry, I mean, just name it. Yes.
0: So what would you recommend for people who, uh, if someone's feeling, I would say, uh, weighed down, overwhelmed by all of this in fear or wanting to know what they can do, what, re- what tips or what recommendations would you have?
1: Well, I think the best thing to do is harmonize yourself with the earth. And so if you can get outside and you can lie down belly to belly with, with Pachamama and just put your forehead and your heart on her and just, and just pray and just say, please, you know, I give you everything that I don't need and, and I just ask for your love and your support and I ask to be realigned to your heartbeat. You know, I think that's number one is to get yourself realigned to the heartbeat of the earth. Because when you're in harmony with the earth, you'll be in harmony with yourself. And when you're in harmony with yourself, you don't need dis-ease because you're not out of harmony. So I think that's that's the first thing is to get yourself harmonized. And um, you can do grounding meditations. You can hug a tree if you can't, like, lie on the ground, say there's a bunch of snow. You can go hug a tree. And doing that will really help. and um, And get quiet, you know. So crystals, anything stone, earth-related – Crystals will be really great to use right now for clearing your energy field. I love sulfregio frequencies. So the main message is get clear. Get clear, get clear, get clear. And if you have forgiveness work to do, then do it.
0: (laughs) Okay. So tell us more about that, what forgiveness work would be.
1: Yeah, so, well, you know, there's a lot of things that are hard for us to forgive. And forgiveness means actually letting it go and growing from the experience so that you're in acceptance of the thing that happened and you're not needing the other person to pay, you know, still, so to speak. Uh,
0: right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Like and when it... go, go ahead.
0: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, and, the, and then when, when we look at the lungs and grief, when we haven't let it go, when we haven't forgiven, there can be resentment but underneath that sadness and grief because usually there's some something that felt like it got lost in whatever happened so I'm seeing now we can boil it down to that grief uh in the forgiveness process
1: well it it has to be it has to be authentic forgiveness you know so that means in order for it to be authentic forgiveness you do have to feel the resentment I mean you got to let yourself go there all the way down to the bottom of the pit of resentment and feel it all. And, um, and that clears the energy of it. It clears it as you stay with it without story and you let it expand as big as it wants to get. What happens is eventually through the discomfort of it getting super icky, then it eventually clears and mm-hmm. it, it like releases. And, and then on my own process of forgiving some things that were really painful to me uh, through people I really loved and trusted. Then what I also did was I made a list of, okay, after I let myself feel all the resentment and feel all the grief and really feel it all, then I made a, a list of like, okay, what are all the grudges I have about this person? <laughs> you know, I made a list of all the grudges. And then I said, okay, how, how through each one of these grudges or each one of these things I don't like how did I actually get wisdom from that? How did I actually grow from that? How did I actually become the person I am today because of that so that I can be grateful for it? And so I did the hard work of being grateful for all the shitty stuff. That I love people, it. People did. Yes. And Turning it around. See. Yes, exactly.
0: Well, I and and that's, that's the transformation that's available. So I, I love that. The forgiveness work which is feeling the anger, the resentment, then the grief and the sadness and then looking at the grudges you might carry and turning those into lessons you've learned and gratitude for those is beautiful
1: Yeah, everyone has their homework yeah I realize everything is is for you right like it's getting out of the victim mentality and it's trusting that my soul gave me this soul's curriculum for me to learn from it not to punish me is not it wasn't a punishment and it definitely was not arbitrary it was very intentional to give me a skill set that i would need in order to do my work at this time and every single member of the second wave whether you're working to bring love and light to your family or your community or the big stage it doesn't matter you're important to the piece of puzzle you're a piece of the puzzle of heaven on earth you're important you Your gift is needed. And so this is the work we came here to do, big and small and all together. Yes, and at this time, I've been... Realizing and
0: feeling this is not the dress rehearsal anymore. Like, this is the main yeah, this event. Is <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, is it. The
1: main event. I love that you said that. This is the main event. This is it. And it's going to, and when I got the is like, this is like the shot over the bow. Like, Pachamama was like, okay, let's see if you can learn this nice way. I'll just toss you a little tennis ball. Bing, here comes Corona. And then we'll see if we learn. And if we don't, I just, I don't. It's going to be uncomfortable. Let's just say that. So I hope we learn from this one. I hope we learn just from this gentle awakening. Yes, which may not feel very gentle <laughs> in the moment, I think. This is the gentle path. I, this is the gentle. Mm.
0: So for those who, when you said, I liked you said it wasn't that it's not a punishment when things are happening. So for those who may actually be sick or going to get sick with this virus or lose people or worse, you know, dying happening. I think it's so important not to, to remember that it's nothing they've done wrong. It's not a punishment. Um, it's an opportunity. Like we've had so many lifetimes and we've died in many and we've had sickness and it it too could be a part of that person's journey. They, I think as light workers, sometimes we think, I must do it wrong if I got sick. Do you have any
1: insight on that yeah I do actually I what I would say about that is that um, everything is intentional nothing is arbitrary and everything is unique and individual so the Mm -hmm. coronavirus isn't going to affect everybody the same way everybody has a different soul contract with this virus so some people won't even get sick because it's just not even part of the reality that they need other people are going to really get very very sick so it depends on what the soul contract is. And the other thing I want to say is that there's there's you know this is like a one one classroom school. Everybody's in the same classroom but you've got PhDs in the same classroom with kindergartners. So in this one room classroom on earth what's happening is that um, we're, we're getting ready to move into some advanced curriculum. <laughs> we're getting ready to move into some difficult things called turning the Titanic around, you know, of like of Earth and all the things that have been let go for so long and neglected. And we, we have to do a lot of really mindful work to revitalize the planet and to revitalize our species. And this is mastery work. And not every soul is equipped to be part of this transformation, not every soul is ready for this work. So this coronavirus also provides a convenient, fairly painless escape route for souls who really don't want to be part of the next phase of Earth. And so, so it's a compassionate. Choice. A choice. A compassionate choice. On the soul level. hmm Which
0: I, so many may not. It, its That's a high level in and of itself to be able to see that. And hold that awareness in the face of such um, physical disease. Consequences. Yeah,
1: yeah. But you know, Jenny, sometimes also um, souls decide to sacrifice themselves to be of support on the other side of the veil. And I can give a very personal example of this. So several years ago, um, my dad who had been with me since I was five years old, you know, the man who I really learned about unconditional love from, who loved my dad so much, old soul, really old soul. And the morning that I was going to go to a training and uh, I was on my way to get there and I was meditating in the morning and I, I was talking with my guides and I said, listen, I'm ready. I am ready. Like, get, let me get to work. And I heard all this kind of conversation happening in my meditation. You know, I got way out there and I could almost hear my guide speaking about me, like debating it, you know, (laughs) and, and then I, and then I heard them say, she's not ready. And I, and I argued, I said, yes, I am ready. I'm ready. And then it felt like there was a decision. And then not an hour later, my mom called me and said, dad's in the hospital. He's got this crazy pneumonia thing. He's only got one quarter of one lung functional it just came on all of a sudden and he's not going to make it you better come home and I drove 15 hours mm. back home and I, I hung up on my dad's hospital bed for three or four hours meditating with him and, and doing a life review in our minds together psychically and he was reminding me about the journey we had together the beautiful life that we shared and he was happy to go
0: Mm.
1: And after he passed, within a week or two, I had a a healing ceremony that I was part of. And the healer brought in this masculine energy and she said, this is a huge honor. And as the energy came in to unite with mine, I knew it was my dad.
0: Mm.
1: And this is also White Eagle. So there are sacrifices that are made out of love. Because they, our ancestors, you know, sometimes uh, our our people love us, come into this lifetime with the understanding that when it's time for us to do our work as part of the second wave, that they're going to sacrifice themselves sometimes in some soul agreements so they can be of support with us. They can unite with us and they can make us even stronger so that we can do the work that's up ahead. Yes. So I think that's important to realize that they're not gone they're just right there on the other side of the veil. And they might even join with you in spirit, in body, to support your work. So yeah. th- this isn't a loss. This is a gain.
0: Yes. I think that is probably one of the, I'm feeling the biggest takeaways from our conversation is for, for everyone listening to be able to hold that awareness, that consciousness, that we are more than our bodies and that if someone is sick, it doesn't necessarily mean anything's going wrong, ultimately, at the soul level, that even if one of us is to pass that we've, we've done it, because we're going to be stronger helpers on the other side, I think a Wayne Dyer, like he's helping so many more people out of his body, as a teacher than ever before. I think just that, that higher consciousness of love for what's going on and, and being able to hold that with compassion for people. Would be an amazing thing for all of us listening, all of the second wave to be offering,
1: and to realize that there's no blanket rules. So, like our minds are so addicted to being like this one way to interpret everything, you know? Right. This (laughs) is not for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you've got to really like, especially those of you who are out there in the audience who are second wavers and you're also psychics. Just, you know, you've got to, you're going to have to listen to every single situation uniquely and hold no uh, expectation or anticipation because there's very unique soul agreements happening at this time because this is a very complex thing we're doing. <laughs> this is, there's a lot of moving parts and it's, it's a complex puzzle we're putting together and we're about to make some really big magic. And so we need souls on both sides of the veil, in bodies and outside of bodies, to support this magic that's about to happen. Yes. So it's going to take all of us together. I love that
0: reminder, too, to be present, ask for your guidance, ask to be connected to your angels and guides in each moment as to what's true in that situation, what, what, what's going on there, and not to blanket it with some general uh, prescription I love that. Yeah, there's
1: no prescriptions. <laughs> there's no prescriptions. Sorry, everybody. Well, you there is the prescription gonna be on our of love. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that we're all bringing love. That's a good prescription. Like and There's
1: only one rule, and that's love wins every time. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. It just may feel messy for a while. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So you have some ways that if people want to connect with you, do you want to let us know what those are?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the first chapter of the book, except for the really fascinating um, preface, um, <laughs> is available um, at my uh secondwave.media website. So that can be downloaded there if you want to read the first chapter. It's uh sec the it's uh secondwave.media.
0: Right second
1: wave? The is second it? wave, yeah, the second wave dot media. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. I and, got it right uh, here. Yeah, I know, right? And um, and then also um, I created this game, this oracle game, but it's a different kind of oracle game. It's not going to give you the answer. This oracle game lets you understand why you're being faced with a challenge. It, it helps you understand um, what it is that you're learning in terms of love mastery that could explain why the thing is happening for you. And so it's the, this time I know it's called the love mastery game and it's also earth based spirituality. So it also lets you know about, okay, what allies on earth might help you give you some medicine for this task that you have, this learning that you have. So you might get some medicine from ayahuasca or you might get some medicine from some stones or, you know, crystals. So it gives you a lot of information and that is available at, um, Carrie forward slash play. And that's K-E-R-R-I hummingbird.com forward slash play. And then of course my website is Carrie Hummingbird.com. Oh, wonderful. And they um, can catch your interview on Soul Nectar show. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll I'll be on your show in May,
0: right? Soul Nectar. <laughs> she has her own show. Soul, you want to say that again?
1: Yeah, soulnectar.show.
0: There we go. Well, I'm Honored to be walking this earth walk, this journey with you, Carrie. Me too. And for everyone listening as well, so grateful that you are here being part of this second wave. And who knows, some of you may be part of the third wave. Could that be true already too?
1: Yes, or absolutely. Yes, yeah. it can. Yeah, there's already third waivers on the planet right now.
0: Yes. So keep connecting to your higher self. Keep asking questions, being curious, getting the support you need. And you can, again, I'll give those, the website links is the thesecondwave.media for her first chapter. Or you can find her book on Amazon and all those online retailers. And that, again, is The Second Wave. And then Carrie's game, love mastery game, at com forward slash play. And that again was spelled K E R
1: R I. Thank you, Carrie. I look forward to connecting again soon. Thank you so much for having me on and blessings to everybody out there. Take
0: care. All right, amazing. Well, just that conversation has felt, I feel connected and ready to channel, which is what we're going to do now. And I'm going to, let's see just ask if you need to take a stretch just for a minute. We're going to play one minute of some nice music so you can stretch. And if you want, please stay on. We're going to go into a guided meditative experience that will start with expanding and grounding some of that work Carrie was talking about to clear and get, I want to say, confident and connected with ourselves and with our spirit and our soul So I'll guide us through that experience, and then I'll bring through messages from the High Council, who I channel, and that'll happen. We're just going to, again, play eh, a little minute of music here so you can stretch, you can find a quiet place, and then I'll be back. Welcome back to Amplify Love. I'm Jenny Randolph, your host and channel. I'm going to now bring through the High Council for us. The High Council is the group that tapped me on the shoulder, so to speak, and said, you have an assignment to write for us and to be a voice and a conduit. The High Council is a group in the spiritual realm that includes the Ascended Master Jesus, and the archangels and other light teachers. And they connect with the soul teams that work with each one of you, your angels. It's all one big team that is supporting us, especially at this time as we are in this worldwide, earthwide pandemic. So let's do some work to help, to help ourselves ground at this time and to help hear what we need to hear from the other side. So I invite you to close your eyes and take a big deep breath in (sighs) and releasing on the exhale. So we're going to take another deep breath in and on this exhale, I want you to consciously intend to just release any distractions. If your mind is busy thinking about what you need to do or still thinking about a conversation we just had or doubting what I'm about to do, anything that you notice in your mind that is preoccupying you. Let's take a big breath in and let it go on the exhale. Breath in, and out, ah, good. And then placing your hand on your heart. And let's begin to breathe in and out of the heart. And you're focusing that the breath, it's a full belly breath, but it's coming into the heart and leaving from the heart. And when I say heart, I'm talking the heart chakra, the whole center of your chest. Good. And now I want you to draw attention to your feet. So let's plant them firmly on the floor, both feet on the floor, legs uncrossed. If you are sitting cross-legged though, just Alter this and imagine that you're focusing on where your sits, bones are meeting the floor. for the rest of us, noticing where your feet touch the floor. And now I want you to intend to imagine to send out roots from the soles of your feet. They may look like tree roots, plant roots, light roots, doesn't matter doesn't matter if you don't see anything. Just ask. No, I'm sending roots out now. And these roots go down, down, in to Mother Earth. As they touch Mother Earth, they just travel wherever they wish to go. As far, as wide, as deep. As trusting as they connect you. You, a child of the Earth, as much as you are a child of the Divine. And in reality, it's all one, one energy and vibration. And so letting those roots come to rest and to anchor. And today, begin to feel the heartbeat of Mother Earth as Carrie was recommending that we connect with the heartbeat of the Earth. So maybe you feel a pulse or you hear a drumbeat of the Earth. And then with your hand on your heart, feeling that beat in your own heart. And now we ask Mother Earth to send up any earth energies that you are needing. Those energies come up through the roots, up through your soles of your feet, up through your legs, into your belly. All the way up into that heart center, and then breathing into the heart and out. as those Earth energies, they come up and they radiate out like a fountain. It's filling your entire body, this energy of the Earth, this home that is Mother Earth, the same chemicals as your body that you will return to as your body leaves this world, going back to the earth, the physical body, noticing your relationship with the earth. As you breathe and the energies fill your entire body and then they radiate past your physical body into the auric field. As you are this energy being, you extend out past your physical body So filling that, too, with the earth energy. Good. Feeling better already. Now opening the crown chakra. So bringing attention to the top of your head. And ask and intend that it be open. Open to what? Open to the most pure form of love and light. The true essence of that which you are the true essence of the divine, open to knowing your soul curriculum as we spoke about earlier today, this connection to the memory of why you are here and who you are working with, your higher soul purpose, connecting through the crown chakra to the angels, Jesus, all the loved ones who work with you, your soul helpers. And then letting all of that divine, yummy connection to come down through the top of your head and down through your forehead and down through your throat and into your heart. Where it begins to swirl together with the earth energy that's still coming up, representing the spiritual being that you are, having a human experience, body and soul, spirit, divinity, swirling together in your heart as you breathe into the heart and out. Good, and just knowing, I'm gonna go for another, somewhere between five and 10 minutes here. You're needing to be aware of your time. All right, so now feeling filled with that yummy energy, just noticing how you feel and knowing you can do this at any time. And I've got on my YouTube channel, I've got a a recording of this that you can do it with me at any time to become present and grounded and clear. And now I invite you to invite any of the guides you want with you in your room. They're always with you, but let's just focus with intention that they be near maybe your guardian angels, an archangel, Jesus, teacher, a guide, spirit guide, an animal guide, Mother Earth herself, God, Goddess, the divine in any form with you now. Imagine standing that they're with you in your room holding your hands. Maybe if there's more than one, you're in a circle. Good. I'm preparing now. I ask the High Council to come through me for all of you, for each one of you. And I ask my guides and angels, Jesus, all who work with me, that I be a clear conduit for this message, for this time, this experience, whatever you wish to share now, with these beautiful souls, and I surrender in this moment asking that it be in the highest good of all, in the highest good of each one listening and in the name of love. Dear ones, dear ones, we come to you in this present seeming crisis to which you are undergoing and know that we are undergoing it with you. We, the angels, are not watching from afar but there with you on the ground there with you, so to speak, on the ground, beside you, in you, and remembering that you yourself are an angel there to help. So just as we are at your side, remembering that you yourself are an angel, a divine being who is in form. So while we are there not in physical form, you are there in physical form But do not forget that to which you are connected, that you are connected to us, with us, and behind a very thin veil, we are there with you. And again, we ask that you remember the transcript of your duty there, your prescription, your papers, your transcription, as if you are an army of love and you've been given papers and orders, that as you connect to this ethereal part of you, as you connect to your soul and you connect to us and you see that you are part of our team, that you would remember more and more, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, the higher reason you are there, the higher vibration of yourself and what you bring to the earth at this time, and that you would Have a smile upon your face as you remember that this is why you came, to be here now. That you may have a joyful smile that others may not understand, and that's okay. Smile upon your face knowing that you are there as the light, that you are there as the light in every moment, that you are there as the light, even in despair and darkness and fear and uncertainty. That God is with you, love is with you, the angels are with you, that it's all okay, that it's all going according to plan. And again, that as you connect with that part of you in your heart and your soul, make that your work each day through meditation, through other practices. And then be in that connection, very present with the situation right in front of you, moment to moment seeing that there is no separation of time and space. There is no heaven up here, out there, and earth down there. Heaven is right in front of you in each moment as you bring the light and as you remember the light, as you are the light, as you see the light in others, as you let them bring it to you, joining with like-minded souls. Almost in what may seem contradictory, in celebration at this time, that you are the light there, that you are equipped to help. For that, to be grateful. You are equipped to help. So remembering your assignments at this time, for earth's army of love And breathing into your heart, do you remember? And if there's any fear, knowing you are well-supported and well-loved, calling in love now, never alone, always is love there. Love, God, the divine. And let that warm embrace hold you now. Although equipped, you may feel overwhelmed at times. So letting yourself be comforted by love as much as you are extending love. And know from your very the very practice of you connecting to your light that you are helping. That it need not even look any different or any more than that. Although many of you will be called to do more and to take action. In each moment, again, be ready, be asking what is needed moment to moment. And also just in connecting and remembering this love and bringing this higher consciousness to the planet, you are helping. And as you allow yourself to be loved and comforted, you are helping. Mm, the little ways in which love enters your heart rose the vibration of love. And so welcome it now. And we thank you and we extend it to you now with love and support. Again, knowing we are there with you close and you are one of our team, angels in form, light beings there upon the planet to help, galactic beings who've evolved, souls who've evolved beyond back to help and to join together and to recognize the light in each other to recognize the light in those who've forgotten their light. You are the placeholders for that light, the light bearers, the bringers of light. And we unite with you and we thank you and go forward in love and light. And so it is. All right. So slowly, slowly taking a breath. If your eyes are still closed, opening your eyes. (sighs) Ah. <sighs> hmm. Wow, 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 wow. I feel a shift within me as well and extending it out, just connecting here in the light with you and seeing all of us prepared to be this army of love, this army of light and go forward being well supported. So again, I'm going to share those links of support in case you are wanting to reach out to Carrie. It was... Her mastery game is at hummingbird.com forward slash play. And that's spelled K-E-R-R-I. Or her book, The Second Wave. You can get it on all those online retailers. And also the free chapter one at thesecondwave.media. And for me, if you're wanting to connect, I'm going to be going live on YouTube three times a week at least here and I'm on all, all over social media with little blips throughout the day to remind us to connect with that light to be the light to be love. So follow me at Love's Curriculum on Facebook or on Instagram, loves underscore curriculum. I'd love to keep in regular contact with you there and my YouTube channel. I'll put posting links on social media Right now, it's under Jenny Hogg-Ashwell for my YouTube. You can find it. Just be searching. All the ways. I have sessions available if you're needing one-on-one personal help. Again, just go to my webpage, lovescurriculum.com. You can look under Work with Jenny. There's also a monthly circle where we meet and work with the High Council for a longer period each month. So lots of ways. So, reach out whether it's with me, it's with Carrie, it's with other teachers, whether you are the teacher and you're supporting. I encourage you at this time. I thank you all for your service at this time. Remember to get the support you need too, as a light worker and a teacher. And welcome in that love and give that love. Blessings to each one of you. I love you and thank you for being here.